this is Janine from the KUCI studios right here at UC Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. I'm standing by to chat with Jake Shimabakuro, who is calling in from Hawaii, and he's going to be performing right here on the UC Irvine campus on September 8th. We're going to hear all about his musical background, what he's been up to. He's got a new album and lots more right here from KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Welcome, Jake. Nice to chat with you again. Aloha. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time today and your support. I always really appreciate it. Well, I'm a huge fan, and uh, I had you on my show before, and I understand you're going to be performing right here at the UC Irvine campus coming up on the 8th. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the show. It's going to be a, you know, a lot of fun. such a beautiful venue, and, um, and, uh, and I have a different configuration of musicians with me this time, so it'll oh. be a lot of fun. What's that going to be like? So we have uh, a bass player. His name is Nolan Werner. He's out of Nashville. Uh, really great um, studio bassist and young, talented guy. And then uh, for the first time we have with us from Colorado, uh, our, our dear friend Dave Preston, who's an incredible guitar player. And uh, so we got a little bit of a trio. And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a fun fun time for sure. Well, I saw you perform in Costa Mesa uh several months back, and I brought my daughter, and I believe she was 14 at the time, and she's not much for, like, theater and sitting long period of time. She was blown away. I, w- I was just in awe watching her watching you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, oh, that's fantastic, yeah. For people who have, didn't hear my show before, don't know much about you, they've been living in a cave, apparently. Tell me about your musical background, how you first started with the ukulele, because it's a beautiful story. Yeah, well, you know, I was born and raised in, in Hawaii, you know, where, uh, where the ukulele was, uh, was, you know, basically invented. And, I, um, and so I grew up listening to a lot of traditional Hawaiian music. Um, uh, my mom played, you know, the ukulele. So when I was about four years old, she finally sat me down and taught me a few chords, and I just fell in love with the instrument, you know, I I kept playing, and um, and uh, I don't know. It just became, you know, my my passion. In fact, my parents, my my mom and dad would have to take it away from me so that I would, you know, do things like do my homework <laughs> or go, you know, take a shower or right. whatever. And you know, I loved it that much. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, you know, and then when I when I was in high school, I formed uh, my first band. You know, and it was like. A, we did a Hawaiian trio kind of thing. We did a lot nice. of traditional and contemporary Hawaiian music. We were called Pure Heart was our name. Aww. <laughs> our then, uh, yeah, then, uh, then I, I launched a solo career, you know, like late in, uh, I think, in 2000. And, um, and I've been playing solo ever since. Now, let me ask you, because I did see you perform live, and I, I was just mesmerized the different styles, um, you know, all, all different types of music. What did you gravitate towards, and how did your how did you find your niche and your own you know voice in this industry? Yeah, you know, I I, I was I was very fortunate because um, <clears throat> uh, there you know right I think back in two thousand and five, and we all, we all I mean it's it's a, it's a household name now, but you know YouTube was just starting out in two thousand and five. And someone had posted a video clip of me playing um, a version of While My Guitar Gently Weeps by George Harrison. Someone had posted it on YouTube, yes. and, uh, and it went viral. And that's basically what, what started, you know, my touring career. 
because prior to that, you know, I was just mainly playing, performing in in Hawaii and performing in uh, in Japan because in Japan the ukulele and Hawaiian music is very popular. So mm-hmm. I was performing in those two places, but it wasn't until 2005 when that YouTube video, um, you know, went viral that all these doors, you know, opened up and. I began. Uh, I started to collaborate with other artists, tour with other artists, and and then uh, and then eventually um, have my own, you know, uh, touring schedule right. on the books. And yeah, so it's it's been fun. You know, I've been really enjoying it. I've been learning a lot, and having all these opportunities to travel has been, you know, um, just such a great education for me. Well, I have to say, um, going back to seeing you perform, I've never seen anyone play the way you do. I mean, you, the intensity from the speed, you know, the precision to all of a sudden you can bring it down and it's really mellow and you're just, you're grabbing everyone. And I want to add kids, there are kids in the audience. I mean, what a role model. Oh, no, thank you very much. You know, I, I, I love working with kids, and I, you know, I always, I, I didn't know that I would have a career in music. You know, I always knew it was my passion, but, you know, it's so, it's, it's next to impossible, you know, to have a, to have a career in, in, in music, you right. know, it's, it's so hard, and, you know, so I, I never thought that that would be a possibility, you know, so I, I, I wanted to go into education. I thought maybe if I, I wanted to be an elementary school teacher. Oh, you did? I thought that would be a great way for me to incorporate, you know, the ukulele and music in the classroom. Right. But, um, you know, so I love working with kids and, um, and one of the, and I still go to, you know, I still do a lot of, um, one of my, one of my big things is, you know, going to, to schools, you know, and, and working with the students, talking with them. And I love sharing my passion, you know, for music with them and, and hopefully, you know, I, well, I want to inspire them to find their passion. You know, it doesn't have to be music, but right. yes. inspire them to find something that, that they love and they enjoy and, you know, and, and they feel good about working hard at it and striving to be the best that they can be at it, you know. And then another big thing that I love talking uh, talking to kids about is, you know, just kind of making that drug-free choice oh, you know, yes. that, and, and being drug-free. I mean, I've been drug-free my whole life. Mm-hmm. and you know, and I think it's it's very important. You know, you can never hear that enough. And I remember when I was a kid, hearing that from, you know, from people that would come to our school. You know, from artists that would come to our school and kind of talk to us. And you hear that, you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And you know, at first you're kind of like, ah, oh, everyone says that, but I think I think it. You know, they hear it enough, and it it starts to stick. You know, and I think sure. we can never, we can never. Um, yeah, say it enough, you know, to kids. No, you're right. Kids. You're right. When yeah. I think of all the outlets that people have now, the kids have now with their phones and doing who knows what with their phones, and, you know, it's just not a good use of time. And, you know, sports is great. Music is amazing. And I that's why I go back to you're, you're setting in a, a great example. You're a great role model for kids at a young age because, you know, it's it's a great thing to throw yourself into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, tell me about your latest album. Oh yeah, so um, so I have an album out called Nashville Session that was released um, about six months ago, and uh, and I recorded the the entire album in, in Nashville with some studio players, and it's my first all original record. So I was really Very nice. you know really happy about that because I've always I've always been. Um, 
you know, I've always been known to do cover songs and take, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the videos that have gone viral for me were, you know, very popular tunes like things like, you know, Beatles covers or like While My Guitar Gently Weeps, you know, to um, things like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody or, um, uh, but anyways, you know, taking taking these covers and, and arranging them for ukulele has always kind of been my thing, you know, so, but yeah, but with this album, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, to write and compose, and so that's why I went to Nashville because Nashville's kind of the home of songwriters. Mm-hmm. So I went there and I thought that would inspire me, you know, to write some songs, and and it must have really worked because I, <laughs> I ended up writing a, a whole album, you know. So I saw I video just, and clips of it. Yeah, so it was a, it was a really, um, uh, for for me, it was. Uh, an important project, you know, because it gave me a little bit more confidence, you know, to to write and to you know create create uh, some original music. Um, and then actually, we just got out of the studio. We're looking to release a, a new one. Um, probably, you'll probably we just finished it, but it'll probably come out early next year. Uh, we still got a master and and things like that. But um, but this one's going to be a combination of original music and cover tunes. So. And I wanted to go back, you know, kind of go go back into like my parents' era because they were a big influence for me, you know, turning me on to all kinds of music. So oh, that's some great. of the covers, some of the covers on there, you know, like we covered the zombies, yeah. you know, like uh, yeah. time of the season. Mm-hmm. We uh, I, for the first time I covered a Jimi Hendrix tune, oh, one of my cool. favorite Hendrix tunes. Um, if six was nine, mm-hmm. uh, what else did we do? You know, uh, Eleanor Rigby. I had oh, to put a Beatles cover in there because you oh, know yes. Beatles. That's, always been they've always been one of my favorites and yeah so and then uh, and then a mix of other stuff so do you have you talk about the beatles other people that you've played with that you're in awe of i mean do you have you know there must be some people that you just can't believe you're sharing the stage oh yeah i mean all, all the time i mean just uh gosh well let's see i mean for me you know some of the highlights you know in, in my career were were touring and collaborating with people like yo-yo ma oh yes you know, Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Mm-hmm. Uh, see who else? I got to do um, a thing with Bette Midler. I don't know if we talked about that last no, time. No, we but didn't. We see, yeah, we. Um, so Bette and I, you know, because Bette's originally from Hawaii, so she and I went I to uh, England together to perform, and uh, and we uh, we actually performed for um, for the royal family and uh and so we performed for queen queen elizabeth and wow. we got to uh, shake her hand and talk with her after the show i mean it was the Amazing. most incredible experience i had that no idea awesome <laughs> so yeah so that was fun um what else did we do uh yeah it's just you know so many great artists out there that that have really um i, I you know i'm very fortunate i mean people like like you know i talked i mentioned bela fleck earlier but also mm-hmm. people like jimmy buffett you know jimmy really took me under his wing and you know he was uh took me out on the road with with him and the Corey for band and um and then you know and then yeah just he introduced me to, to a lot of people and so you know so I, i've been very very fortunate i know we have to wrap up soon but i wanted to ask you because i mentioned this before the, the theme of my show is get the funk out and i can imagine how music has helped you through you know rocky times during your life but what advice would you give to people? I mean, you you live in Hawaii. Is it mostly throughout the year, or or off and on? A beautiful place, but does what what things do you do to help keep you grounded? Because this is a tough industry. 
Yeah, you know, it, it is hard. I mean, my, my family my family definitely plays a huge role in that, you know. Um, you know, you talk about, like, music getting you through some of those, those rocky times. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know, I mean, I, I think I think music really saved me. I mean, when I was when I was in the sixth grade, is you know, my my parents, you know, they they got divorced and all that. Oh, wow. So I was raised by you know by a single parent, and mm-hmm. um and uh, and now being a, a father and having two children, I have no idea how my mom raised me and my brother. <laughs> you know, cause I'm not, <laughs> impossible. Gosh, yeah. yeah. But you know, but it, but um. But, you know, it was like things like that, you know, I mean, if it weren't for music, I, I don't know what I'd be doing today. And right. I, I think that's why, like, you know, I, I mentioned my mom. She was actually my first ukulele teacher. You know, she's the one that sat me down when I was four and Amazing. played. So I think when my parents, you know, divorced and my mom had to work a lot, you know, to support us, I think playing the ukulele, like practicing for me, was my way of spending time with her, mm-hmm. you know, because she was always, always uh, working right. and stuff. So, and my, and my dad, you know, was always supportive of music. He loves music. I mean, both my parents, you know, they, they, they just love listening to music and my mom sings and I mean, not professionally or anything, but, you know, she could sure. be if she wanted to, but yeah. yeah, but, you know, but just music was such a big part of, of our, of our lives and our family. And then on, on the grounded part, you know, I think like now just, you know, for, you know, just like I said, you know, being a dad of two boys, yeah. um, you know, they, they really, they really. Right back at you. And, yeah, it's a whole different perspective and, um, and yeah, it's just a whole new chapter in my life. But it's, but, you know, music is still my passion, but, you know, but it, it's funny because a lot of my, my fuel, you know, for that passion comes from my family now and. You know, and uh, and so I, I just I just feel very fortunate, you know, to be able to 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 pursue, you know, this this career, this passion of mine. But at the same time, you know, also um, you know, also to be able to have, you know, uh, to be able to raise a family, you know, yes. to have an amazing wife that partner, you know, an amazing partner with right. me to do all these things. So. Yeah, so life life is good. And that, you know what I was going to say is, is when you're when you're content, um, I would imagine creatively you're able to go off and create new things because there's a sense of peace within you. Yes, definitely. Um, I I think uh, I think creativity comes from the extremes. You know, mm-hmm. so of oh, course yeah. if you're you're feeling really good, you're 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 content and you're. You know, you just have this, you feel inspired, you know, then you can create. But I also think on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, if you're heartbroken or if you're torn or if you're going through a very rough time in your life, you know, that's also fuel for, you know, for for creativity as well. And, um, you know, and and you... um, and you know, but I, I think the important thing is no matter what you're going through, if you can use that as a way to create something positive out of it, you know, uh, I, I think that's that's the key. Rather than you know taking some of these um, some of these emotions or feelings or anything, you know, hardships that you're going through, and and doing something destructive or negative, you know, I think if you can find a way to channel that, you know, in a very positive manner. Yes. I, I think that's, uh, 
you know, it's and it's not always easy to do, you know, but oh, no. if, if you can find a way to do that, then I think you come out of the situation feeling a lot better. Yes, that's great advice. I won't keep you any longer, but I want to ask you, where can people find out more about you? I know you're on Twitter and people can Google you, but what's your website? Yeah, you know, I try, I try to be active on social media, but it's really hard because I'm not a computer guy. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, uh, but I, I, I at least have an iPhone. You know, I have one of those smartphones, so I, I, I can kind of get around on that. But, um, but yeah, but I, I do have a website. It's jakeshimobukuro.com. And, um, and I, I do have a, you know, I do have a Facebook page and, and, uh, and Twitter and uh, 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 Instagram. Yes. Know, and I, I yeah, so I do try to stay active on those, but it's 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 really it's yeah, it's it's, it's hard. But I, I I get to you know, but it's interesting because you know, especially with tools like um, they have that Facebook Live right. thing where you can stream like a live video. Right. You know, like that's so great to I think connect with people. I agree. You know, it's such a good way to to connect with um, to connect with people all over the world, and and uh, so it's it's amazing how just. From uh, the, your phone that's in your back pocket, you can pull it out I and know. do that, and then you can reach millions of people. It's, it's crazy. It, it just blows my mind. I know. Time. I know. It's the best use so. of technology. Maybe someday, you mentioned your mom earlier, by the way, she would sing with you, even though one song, two songs, because it sounds oh, like she's, yeah, you know. know. In, in Hawaii, like every time I, I do a concert in, yes. in Hawaii, if she's there, I always pull her up on stage. Oh, good. You know, get the crowd going. Oh, good. Yeah, my, my mom, she's, she's like a natural, like, natural entertainer. You know, she's, she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's really fun. She steals the show every time. Oh, I love it. And what a gift. <laughs> what, what a gift. What a great role model. Jake, I want to thank you so much for calling in. And I'm, I don't even have to say good luck with your show because I saw you perform, and it's going to be amazing. So thanks oh, again. Thank you very much. No, thank you for your support, and hope you had a great uh, Labor Day weekend, and hope to see you soon.